Stag. Man and his amazing friends. All right, folks, listen. It's been an eventful week, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's with uh, great pride that I get to say welcome back to Stegman and his amazing friends. The whole crew is here. Ryan, welcome back, dude. Thank you. Uh, what the fuck happened? I have I have no no idea. One di- one minute we were doing the podcast, and we were talking uh-huh. about you know we were talking about doing like a mailbag episode that night. I mean, the I was ready to I do know, the podcast that day. I know, I know. From Los Angeles, know, exactly. Like on the go and everything. You put in mm-hmm. the time and effort into it, and suddenly Zadarsky is in. I'm in a Skype call with Zadarsky. We can't get out. Oh. Um, it, that's it kidnapping. Really was, it really was off. Well, that's what we said. Well, it was bad. It was bad. I hope he but gets um, his comeuppance. Exactly. Uh, we got it all figured out. Uh, he Ryan, did, you're... Yeah, he, he does not have the podcast anymore, and I could not be happier because this is my lifeblood, and we're, <laughs> we're just raking in money on this thing, and he's trying to steal Every it. day. Well, that's, yeah, I figured that's what was at the heart of it. Of course, you know, Chip likes to come in here and say, oh, it's because you know, Ryan doesn't know how to host a podcast. Chip, pretty sure it's because, you know, greedy greedy chip over here looking for some little extra cash because i guess i don't know Oh, he's poor yeah well nobody's no because nobody is reading invaders oh nobody yeah he's broke he has a gambling problem but we'll get into that later yeah go ahead first i I wanted to mention uh ryan your personal lawyer charles Mm -hmm. soul he was on the case he helped us out actually he's the one best he's amazing got uh, got the show back he actually sent us uh, a little message that uh, i'm gonna read right off the top of the show, because I think the folks would love to hear it and see how it all kind of transpired. Okay. Uh, so he says, Hi, Ryan, it's Charles, your attorney and friend and creative partner. Love you, how many of those? <laughs> how many of those can Donnie Cates claim? <laughs> Not uh, my lawyer, that's for sure. <laughs> I would never let him near my law stuff. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to confirm that I was able to secure an injunction against Chip Zdarsky oh, in his effort God. to take over your podcast program. Thank God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, from everybody here, me, Ethan, Ryan, thank you, Charles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty clever, actually, if I do say so myself. Basically, he said you breached a clause in your Marvel contract when you said bad things about him. Basically, a defamation lawsuit. Mm-hmm. However, it's not defamation if the things you said about him are true, which oh. they are, uh, which means the podcast program goes back to you. Wow. So... Have fun, and I'll send another update soon. Love, Charles D. Soul Esquire. That is such a relief. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is, I can't believe he did this for us. Uh, he did this all pro bono. Yep, because Char- that's just Charles, man. He's he's a great guy. Uh, possibly, what you know, I would say of the of the recent Daredevil stuff, the best recent Daredevil writer. A legend, at, a legendary yes. Daredevil writer. Yep, yep. Um, and And really just all around great guy. Thank you, Charles. I would, like, you know, that's someone you want to hang out with. That's someone you yeah. want to talk to. He's the best. Not, unlike Chip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Chip's a kidnapper at this point. He kidnapped I... two young, supple mm-hmm. men and made them do a podcast with him. And, I mean, I'm glad that Charles got the podcast back. Yep. But, you know, I'm hoping that he serves some time because you can't do that. Absolutely not. Um, but uh, you know what? I don't even want to draw any more attention to it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think, I think it, at the end of the day, that's what he wants. So mm-hmm. I'm ready to move on whenever you are. Okay. Yeah, right, let's, let's do, do it. it. 
I mean, we're we've got a bunch of questions today from Twitter, and I'm sure none of them have anything to do with the the usurper Chip Zdarsky. Correct? None. You you edited them all out. Um, we have a question from Ariel N that says, uh-huh. "Hi, Chip. How good uh, is the show now?" Well, come on. He's well, he's not. Ho- he's first not of all, he's definitely. I don't know where the trial is, but he is not available. And yeah. he never will be again, hopefully, if we get our way. If everything works out, never again. Um, so, yeah, I think that was probably – that'll probably be the only one that comes up, though. Okay. So, if uh, if Tim, not, you're fired, but go on. <laughs> Ethan's Timmy taking L. over. <laughs> okay. Ethan, uh, good luck, dude. Um Timmy L says it was such a great idea to model Dark Carnage after real life villain Chip Zdarsky. Okay, so he's back, but I understand this. This one makes sense. Right. Uh, was that your idea or Donnie's? And good job getting his likeness on the Absolute Carnage number one cover. So for reference, Ryan, this is your cover for Absolute Carnage number one. Mm-hmm. This is a picture of Chip Zdarsky right yeah. here, and uh, this is what a sort of composite would look like uh, if if both of them. Uh, I do take slight is- issue with this tweet because um, he's claiming that I modeled him after Chip Zdarsky, which I think is you know probably a joke. But uh, the th- the the defining feature of this um, Dark Carnage is his exposed spine, mm-hmm. um, and as we know, uh, Chip has no spine. Nowhere you know, mm-hmm. so I don't like okay. that question. Next, okay, um, Matthew Sell. He's asking, when are we getting a comic adaption of this epic saga? Good question. Of the what? The Chip saga? Yes. I don't know. As soon as Chip draws it from prison, I guess. Yeah, whoever the hell's going to take the time to draw Chip Zdarsky. He into can a etch comic it into book. the cinder block wall. <laughs> Good luck, Chip. Jesus. And then, uh,. Poor cellmate, dude. Can you imagine being the guy that has to be in prison with Chip Zdarsky? Uh, Neil Smith has one that I think it will be will be easy for you to answer, Ryan, and that is, uh, what do you have in the works after Carnage? Oh, uh, that's a secret. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, but something big. I'm going back out to Marvel um, offices next month for another summit um, to discuss this next project that, I mean, I know what the project is. Mm-hmm. Um Donnie will be involved. I'm sure that that's actually not supposed to be said, but who cares? It's fine. Exclusive. Uh, yeah, our marriage stays strong. Um, and yeah, we're, we'll be doing something else um, through Marvel, and it'll be huge, and it'll melt your brain. So if you have any left after Absolute Carnage. That's true. Issue four coming out this uh this upcoming wednesday folks keep God, your eyes I love, peeled i love those questions that don't involve chip this next one surely doesn't involve chip does it no i don't see any i don't, I don't think oh, i see God. any any chip questions in sight right now um so you know we'll, we'll it, it'll be fine jose says how does it feel to be a winner uh good mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you jose uh jonathan how big is carnage versus hulk going to be and how will it stand with the all-time great throwdowns in comics oh you'll have to see next week in issue four um yeah no that that's uh that's a big one and uh it gets 
pretty rowdy, so check it out. But I think that it continues in the Incredible Hulk issue, too, so there's Ooh. some crazy stuff going on. Check that out, uh, mm-hmm. Incredible Hulk. I know uh, that I sorry, drew, drew some of the coolest stuff that I've drawn, so. Mortal Hulk writer Al Ewing was one of the uh, many souls that Chip uh, Chip just interrupted their lives. I'll say uh, this. The other night, and... uh, Al has... Mm-hmm. I was kind of disappointed. I listened to the episode because I had to see what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Al has one of the very best voices in the world, and it didn't quite come through. I mean, it, he sounded fine on the podcast, but if you hear him in person, you've never heard a voice that deep in your life. And, uh, yeah. Well, well, that's what's happening when Chip's running the show, right? He doesn't even ask them to – he calls them just, like, when they're in cabs or something. He doesn't even tell them to sit down in front of a computer with a microphone. Like, it's just an – talk about amateur shit show. Oh, my God. I talked to Al after. He was not happy at all with Chip and what he did to him, how he ambushed him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Chip's gotcha journalism. Um, all right. Cameron Williams uh-huh. has a few questions. How many enemies do you have, and when will you release a diss track? I mean, all right. I do have a lot of enemies. Um, I -hmm. seem to accumulate them along the road, oftentimes without me realizing they're enemies uh, until later. Um, So I would say, I mean, outside, if you include my family, I've got at least 10. If you don't include my family, like five. But Chip's uh, the top, you know, he's on Mount Rushmore for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's enough for like a decent sort of SoundCloud EP, I, th- I feel like, mm-hmm. the mixtape. Oh, yeah, yeah, the diss track thing. Uh, never. Uh, I can't rap. Well, I can rap. I can rap to a song that's already written, but I, I don't know how to, you know. I'm not doing that. Come on. Come on, no. Um, how do we know that Chip didn't hack your main account and learn to imitate your voice? Um, I mean, I can answer that. I'm, I, you know, we're on Skype with Ryan right now. I can confirm this is how it usually goes. And plus, you know, imitate voice or anything like that. Nobody's going to match the, the kind soul dulcet that is tones. Ryan Stegman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what would give Chip away immediately is that I don't think Chip would ever lean back. That guy always seems like he's just always, always on edge, ready to attack yeah. you, man. Did you hear the way he talked to me on that show? I Jesus. could not believe the way he talked to you guys. But I did oh agree with the conceit that you guys might get fired. <laughs> no offense. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Griffin. But no, no, you're yeah, on the yeah. hot seat. That's all. Nobody. Yeah, I get it. No, Look, I get there's people. There's so many people out there clamoring mm-hmm. to do all the work on my podcast while I just show up for an hour and complain about that one hour. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, and that's uh, they're lined up and, around the corner. Me and Ethan are grateful to be here. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll we'll just keep going. Um, who would win in a fight, you, Chip, or a team of Marines wearing uh, symbiotes? This is an impossible question because I don't even know if they mean me and Chip together fighting, <laughs> or me fighting Chip and the Marines at the same time. I think it's a free for all between the three parties. So feel like the Marines are gonna. Are probably the whole the whole situation. Here's right? what like, I would do. Okay, I I would outsmart the Marines with symbiotes. Mm. Oh wait, no, I wouldn't. I would outsmart Chip. I'd tell him that we were going to fight the Marines with symbiotes first, mm-hmm. 
as soon as they started coming after us, I'd turn, I'd punch Chip in the back of the head. And then I'd just start running. And hopefully they're like, you know, they just start feasting on Chip's corpse. Yeah, and I get nice. away. Okay, sweet. That works. Mm-hmm. Um, their last question. Uh, should we still boycott? No. We're back, no, baby. Absolutely And not. I'm yeah. never, ever, ever going to leave. This is my podcast. Mm-hmm. Nothing like this will ever happen again. I'll be here every week for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's the statement um, promise. Oh, actually, one sec, Ryan. I actually just got another message from Charles. Um, oh, okay. He's got an update for us. This is uh, cool. Uh, he says, hi, Ryan. I have another update. Uh, Chip Zdarsky did not take the news about losing your podcast program well, and he went... Uh, on the lamb. Oh um, shit! Yeah, uh, he said he would show you. He would show everyone. Oh. Um, don't be too concerned. Chip is, as we all know, all talk. Probably. Let's hope. Lock your door. Um, okay. Well, luckily, I actually am not worried. But that is, I mean, that's crazy. But I'm not mm-hmm. worried because he's an idiot, and he'll. Yep. The cops know that the first thing he's doing is going to Burger King. To get his classic Whopper meal, mm-hmm. and they're just gonna find him there. It's just like when ODB. Do you remember? Do you know who ODB is? You are you guys too young? I think we're too young. Old dirty bastard from Wu Tang. Oh, I thought you were talking about like okay, yeah, he, okay, he, yeah. He escaped from jail. This is one of my favorite things ever. We're getting off topic, but whatever. Please. He escaped it. from jail when I was in college, and they were like covering it on MTV News throughout the day. And what he did was he like ran away from a paddy wagon when they were transporting him from one place to another. And then he went to a Wu-Tang concert, got on stage and was singing, I'm free as a bird, just over and over. <laughs> then afterwards they had footage of him and he went to Burger King where the cops arrested him. <laughs> That's about how I think Chip's, Chip's situation is going to go. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Chip's Chip's not too far from that, or you know, even even just Garfield. Just like the dude doesn't even function if he doesn't have his lasagna. Oh, like, that's Jesus. true. Yeah, he is. You know what? He he is always carbo loading every time I see him. I don't know for what. There's no races happening. I told you earlier. He's just always on edge, mm-hmm. like ready to just go. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Well. Cool. Uh, glad we got that. Um. So we'll jump back to Twitter questions in a bit. We're also going to use this episode to get to some of the emails you guys have sent us over the past couple months um, because we like getting your emails and we like talking about them. So up uh, up first is uh, Jesse Gromico. Gromico, as usual, asterisks. I'm sorry if I absolutely butcher your name. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not mean any sort of disrespect. I am just an idiot. Okay. Okay. Dear Ryan, Donnie, Griffin, and uh, whichever of Stegman's amazing friends appear on the next mailbag episode. Ethan's here. Hey, Ethan. Wave. That's good. <laughs> they don't know. Okay, sweet. At the time of writing this, Absolute Carnage number one is out and two is just on the horizon. Uh, this is coming uh, this coming week. I've been a big fan of the show since it kicked off, as I'm a big fan of Donnie and Ryan's work and their general camaraderie. Thank you. <clears throat> I enjoy I love Donnie, well. not an enemy. A true friend. I wanted to throw a little appreciation towards Donnie and Ryan especially. I'm a massive Venom fan, and my lovely girlfriend, Kieran, is a bigger fan of Spider-Man, a.k.a. Nerd Venom. Uh, we bonded over Absolute Crunch number one and how refreshing of a take the Spider-Man-Eddie interactions were. Not to mention, as an artist herself, she loves Stegman's Spidey. Thank you. 
She loved it, as did I. It was very cool seeing her initial reactions to being exposed to a Donny Cates Venom story now that Pete's in the mix. Also, we're big fans of Donny's Guardians Run 2. Anyway. That's enough about Donny. Go on. Yeah, yeah, we got to move on. <laughs> anyway, I've rambled on long enough, uh, so I'll close this email with a question to all who may be on the episode, be it Griffin, Ryan, Donny, Ethan, so on. Um, who from DC Comics would you like to see crossover with Venom? Question mark. Thanks. A Venomaniac named Jesse. I mean, obviously, I would, just because I want to draw Batman, you know. I definitely don't want Superman, lame old Superman in there with his powers that are too much. I mean, he well, would he's just, got heat vision. It wouldn't even, it'd be he, no. Yeah, he'd just yeah. destroy the symbiote. So Pretty, pretty easy. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, off the top of my head, Batman, but I'm sure there's somebody I'm missing. Um, but Batman would be cool. I mean, it's the same aesthetic. It's the dark sort of, I mean, it would rain constantly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it hasn't stopped raining since Donnie and I st- started doing Venom. Uh, so, yeah. That's what I think I that'd do. be cool. I think Green Lantern would be kind of cool because they both have that sort of cosmic element to them, too. Well, um, well now that, Green yeah. Lantern's Green I was about to say I want Green Lantern to stumble upon the planet of the symbiotes. Yeah, that yeah. would be kind of cool, actually. And, and plus, you know how uh, Venom can kind of make all kinds of crazy stuff out of his symbiote. Uh, and Green Lantern can make stuff out of his ring. So, yes, we did it. We solved it. Green Lantern, baby. <laughs> well, there you go, Jesse. <clears throat> all right. Daniel Poor's back. He's a, he's a faithful listener. Hi, guys. Donnie, I'm starting the fight for Kane to be included in a Venom story. I have Donnie. Well, he's, you know, if Donnie ever listens. Uh, sorry, Dan, I don't know if he is. Um, so, saying Donnie, he's saying that he's going to start fighting for Kane to be in a Venom story because he has the backing of both you and I. Um, he's just as messed up as Eddie on a team, well, uh, on a team-up or a scrap. Either one I'm happy with. Oh, and Get Reading Scarlet Spider by Chris Yost and Ryan. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. That was a great series. And Donnie, it turns out, I don't remember... I feel like I had a conversation with Donnie where he was like, no, I'm going to kill Kane. <laughs> uh, but when he, we said that on the show, he does not seem to remember that. So uh, apparently I'm full of shit or he's full <laughs> of shit. Depends on who you uh, believe. But again, not enemies, friends. Not enemies, friends uh, right. forever. Friends for um, life. Oh, and thank you for reading my letter out, guys. Uh <clears throat> I'll certainly be keeping at it and not giving up on drawing. Uh, really That's used, great. To, really used to enjoy it. Thank you once again, mm-hmm. Danny. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for writing in. I think drawing is a great activity for anybody, even if it's just a hobby. I think that it's a very soothing act. Like they have all these adult coloring books yeah. now, and it's supposed to be good for your anxieties and all that stuff. But I think drawing is just the same, you know, like just sitting there and kind of making something and not really being, I mean, if you're worried about if it's good or not, you might get stressed out. But if you're just like kind of doodling and having fun, it can be very relaxing. I agree. There's a really therapeutic element to just doodling. And I want drawings from you and Ethan. That's, you know, that's on my wish list. And uh, it would make it so that you guys don't get fired. Okay. One sec. What am I drawing? Uh, I don't know, just like a, uh, a penis maybe. <laughs> okay. Let's see it, Griffin. Okay. I'm going to go a bit minimalist with it, I think. 
Mm, well, you know, my art's not very minimalist, so I'm not going to like that much, but okay. <laughs> that was the most insulting thing on that podcast was when Chip said that I put lines all over everything because I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, Ethan's is fantastic. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, that's got a lot of action going on. Yeah. Like I said, mine went with a more minimalist sort of feel, I think. A lot of sort of geometric sort of thing going on. Here. I got to say, Ethan, his job is safe. <laughs> Yours is more precarious than ever now. <laughs> the way you took balls literally and made two balls... I told. Listen, you just don't like my artistic voice, or right? yeah, that's true. Maybe that. Maybe it's just not for me. Yeah, come on. You got to take that into account. Uh, Tyler uh, Jeans, mm-hmm. greetings to Ryan Griffin, Ethan, and Donnie. I had a quick question for Ryan. That's you. Mm-hmm. A few weeks back, I met the Venom Boys trademark at Terrificon, and when I mentioned the podcast and how much I enjoyed the Chip episode, you went into this funny anecdote about a text correspondence with the aforementioned Zadarsky, where he asked you, "quote What your problem was?" Yes. The only the only issue is that in all the chaos of the convention line moving, I wasn't able to fully hear the story, which sounded pretty great, judging by Donnie's laughter. If you still remember it, would you be able to tell the story again for all of us stegmaniacs? Best Tyler jeans. Okay. Well, it fits in with his fucking terrible personality. Uh, I asked him to be on the podcast and, uh, and he said, uh, yeah, we could do that. And then he, I, he said, text me and here's my number. And I texted him and, uh, he said, I said, Hey, you know, like when do you, when can you do the podcast? Blah, blah, blah. And he wrote back and he just said, question, what's your fucking problem? (laughs) Which I didn't deserve. No. You know? So I started, I just texted him some pictures of my food later in the day and, and tried to cool things down. Like, hey, here's what I'm eating. You know, you having a good day? I'm having a good day. Um, but he was, you know, he was aggressive and rude the entire time. And that's just kind of the relationship that I should have seen it coming. I should have seen, seen him trying to steal my podcast. But I just, you know, I, I see the best in everybody, including the worst people. And that's why you get a podcast. Right. You need your podcast. Right. This is That's why this one was sanctioned um, by the U.S. government, because I, they, they determined that I deserve it. And, you know, it's not easy to get one of these. But Some people are out here like, oh, I have three Eisners. And it's like, okay, but do you have a podcast that's bringing people, you know, actual, you know, like joy uh, and happiness and like is benefiting them? Right. Well, like... So I don't have any Eisners, but you don't see me just trying to steal his book so that I have the Eisners, you know? I'm going to make a book that gets an Eisner someday. <laughs> sure I am. Podcast Awards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there we'll you go. We'll apply for that one day. Hell yeah. Okay, next up. Alex Bender. Hey, Stegman, Griffin, and possibly Donnie. I just listened to the mailbag episode and had a few questions come up while listening. I wanted to know if you guys are planning on having Jonathan Hickman come on the show. Uh, I think he and your team have both breathed amazing life into long-standing characters at Marvel and would love to hear your various ideas of how you both went about doing that to these characters. Uh, I'd love to have Jonathan on, and I haven't, I haven't reached out to him yet, but... Um... I thought about it, but you know, like when when you meet when you see Jonathan right now, he is stressed out 
to I mean you, he couldn't be on I apparently Chip wanted to call him and he canceled. Uh, he is working well, canceled or just didn't want to talk yeah. to Chip. Really. Yeah, that's probably yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, I got to give him some credit for that. That was you know good on you, Jonathan, for staying away from that mess. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, uh, he, when I saw him at the Marvel Summit um, recently, he was clearly not sleeping because <laughs> he is working on this thing constantly. I mean, he's kind of overseeing all of this X-Men stuff with all the other extra books and everything. I mean, he is working very hard at the moment, so. Yep. Sweet. Well, yeah, yeah maybe somewhere down the line still. Um, I also wanted to thank Ryan for introducing Armless Tiger Man to me, so now that's a character I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I really love the Cosmic Sorcerer Venom idea and think even just a variant cover for an upcoming Venom issue would be dope. Uh, I don't something we, we Oh, was this the uh, yeah, the the D- Doctor Strange Venom so he looks yep. like Spawn, yeah. Yep. Uh, congratulations again on the at the time uh, fourth printing of Absolute Carnage. Looking forward to issue 2. Rock on Bender like the robot. Um, issue 2 is going to its own fourth printing now, isn't it? They don't I never know. Some I'll just see it on Twitter. Sometimes my editors tell me sometimes they forget or they just, you know, I but I think it might be. Uh, I think number one's on fifth. Whew. Number two's on fourth. So I don't know. I mean, I think Daredevil only went to like one, maybe even like didn't even sell the first printing. Did you but. see that they put a they Chip had them put a spoiler on 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 the cover for the second printing of that issue. Can this is why that? he's not Dude doesn't good even at his understand job. comic books. Yeah. Like, oh my god. I mean, you know. Honestly, though, I I hope he's okay out there. <laughs> he's on the run right now, so he's yeah 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 yeah. I forgot um, about that just now, and I feel kind of bad because if he's if he dies, I'll feel bad. But you know, if he if he dies in a terrible shootout, that's gonna be pretty rough. That'll be pretty bad. I mean, but... fitting but rough. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <clears throat> Mason Trip, uh, the this podcast is the shit. Thank I you, agree. Mason. Thank you. Uh, he says thank you, Griffin. Um, Evan. <laughs> Ryan and Donnie. Um, <laughs> Good job, Evan. <laughs> proud of you, Rewind Boy Evan. Uh, the dude's the best. Um, for creating such a dope podcast that deep dives into the creative process of a uh, most definitive, the a most definite historical run of a beloved character. Uh, Remender had me sold that Flash was a great Venom, but now I know that Eddie will always be number one. Just wanted to say you guys are great, and I love the podcast. Though, I did try to brag to my girlfriend about picking up Absolute Crunch number one, and let's just say it didn't soak her conies. Soak her what? Chonies. What? <laughs> How do you even spell chonies? C-H-O-N-I-E-S. All right. Thanks again, fellas. Oh, thank you for uh, that. For le- I'm going to look up what that means later, and I'm going to have to use it in conversation. <laughs> you learn something every day. Thanks, yeah. Mason. Appreciate that. Um, oh, actually, uh, another message from Charles just rolled in on my inbox oh. here. Let's see if he's got an update for us on Chip. Hey, Ryan, it's Charles Soul here again. Chip is in custody. Uh, they got him oh, in Windsor, great. crossing the border into Detroit. So Was he at Burger King? It doesn't, doesn't say. say here, no. Uh, but we can ask him later. He says, that's where you are, right? Um, 
Yeah, yeah. you were. Yeah, we're right around there. Uh, he was wearing three diapers and a venom mask. Huh. Bad, bad scene, but they got him. Just relax and enjoy your podcast program. Hey. Oh. That's ex- that's exactly what we're doing. Thanks well, a lot, Charles. I'm glad to know he's okay and that he will be getting the, you know, help mm-hmm. that he needs. I think is where we're at now. Yes. Um, I'll hop back over to Twitter for a second. Liam, Liam says, uh, on a scale of one to ten, how devastated is Zdarsky about this outcome? Also, on a more serious note, how long does it take to come up with the concepts for a new design? Example, Venom Hulk. Spoilers. So, um, Chip, I don't know. I know that I heard when the verdict was announced that he was, uh, quote, wailing in the, um courtroom uh but you know he here's what he he, basically what he did was he tried to get everything and he lost everything so maybe it was a gamble maybe he thinks it was a worthwhile gamble but clear you know it wasn't but Mm -hmm. you know um so you know best of luck to him but you know he gambled and lost Hold on. I'm um, just thinking about that right now. Okay. Uh, Venom Hulk. Pepe yeah. Larraz designed him. I don't know how long it took, but I will say this. In general, um, the best characters that I design, I generally don't spend a lot of time on. The worst ones that I design, I spend a ton of time on. So, like, it's really weird. Instance. I think that I overthink them and then I come up, you know, if I overthink them, then they stink. If I don't overthink them and I just do it, then they rule. Um, that movie buff it just gets down to brass tasks, says, uh, what's the starting out pay for a comic book artist at Marvel and DC? What's the indie pay? Um, s- for an artist? Yes. Um, thank you. My wife brought me more wine. She's the best. Um, the starting out pay at Marvel, I don't know anymore. I started out at 170 for pencils. Uh, you know, obviously I make uh, like, I think 50 times more than that now. So I'm at about five, uh, 8,500 per page. <laughs> um, which, you know, would be cool, but... Now that the podcast the podcast is making us more money than that, you know, mm-hmm. I mean we're just rolling in it. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, you know I don't mean to brag about the podcast and how much money we're making, but I mean it's a lot of fucking money. Um, so indie pay it just depends. Uh, I did a an indie book where I got paid forty five dollars a page, um, but I was happy because it was getting published. Um, I did the math at one point um, on how much I was getting paid for per hour, and it was like it, each page was taking me like twelve hours, so it was like less than four dollars a pay, four dollars an hour. But you know, it was worth it because it led to my next job, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the time I got to live with my parents. Thank you, mom and dad, because uh, I wasn't. You know, I'm sure they were worried. I I had no worries for some reason. I was just like, oh, I'm gonna be a comic book artist and I'm going to make $8,500 a page and then I'm going to have a podcast and make a million dollars a year on it. But, um, at a million the to- dollars is just the podcast. Should specify. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, 
my par- but my parents probably were just terrified because they're like, he's making what? Like he has no money at all. And then they would be late late to pay. So basically, <laughs> that was when I lost. Uh, I got down to 160 pounds. Um, I'm six foot four, so I was really skinny. Um, but yeah. Uh, so it can range. I mean, you could do it for free if if you if it's something that's getting published. If it's really getting published, like if you know for a fact it's getting published, it wouldn't kill you to do something for free. If there's a chance of royal, like if it's an image book, essentially is what I'm saying. I'm not saying do mm-hmm. it for free for, um, you know, any other company, pretty much because uh, image is the only one that you can count on to actually pay you. Uh, like boom, you wouldn't do that because they're going to, um, they are paying people page rates and they're not really offering back end. But image is all back end, so uh, you know you have to assess the situation and decide what you're trying to achieve and whether it's worth it or not to you and whether you want to lose forty five pounds and live in your parents' basement. Um, but you know if that's okay with you and you have the the time and the energy, then do it. Because it, it can lead to the next thing, essentially. Ethan, did you get all that? Just work for free, guys. Oh, wait, you guys are. <laughs> I forgot to mention, I make a million dollars a year on the podcast. And I, I promise that Ethan and Griffin, if I ever get over $5 million a year, I will let them split, uh, you know, split the money up to uh, $10,000. So they could each get $5,000 if we get over $5 million a year. Which is so nice of me. Nobody talks yeah. about how nice I am on this podcast. I feel like I feel like we always are. Oh, okay. But that's yeah. That's I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Five thousand dollars. It's a lot. I mean, to be fair, Griffin, when we went out to dinner that one time, I bought you a Coke. Yeah. And yeah. you never you never talk about that. Um. Well, I just never came up. Did you did you drink the Coke, Griffin? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I did, it, and it was good. And you, I, you knew I, it wasn't free, right? I appreciated it very much. I offered to pay for it, and you were like, "No, no, no, no I got it." And I was like, "Are you sure?" You said, "Yeah." I said, "Are you going to be passive aggressive about this if I don't drink it?" You said, "No, don't worry about it." Well, I see. So I remember you being all. Um, on edge because you were like, oh, I would also like some of that Hennessy. I, uh, I did say that. I did, and I thought I did say that. that was a weird thing to say when you had a Coca-Cola in front of you. Um, and then you kept talking about my fur coat, too, which I thought was... Re- anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Right, that's and It's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> um, Dave Norris. Ryan, you've wrote a few issues. I've enjoyed them. Uh, which was your favorite and why? Thank you. Enjoy the podcast and dig your art. Um, geez, I don't know. I mean, I haven't written that many, so it's not that many to choose from. They all had their own um, sort of, God, this pop filter. Fuck. <laughs> I can't. I need to, you know what? I need to just invest. I have so much money. I need to invest in a better pop filter. Uh, okay. So, um, yeah, the I, the, I would say I liked all of them for different reasons. Like, mm-hmm. um, 
Brian Level's one of my close friends. He drew some of my Renew Your Vows stuff, so that was really great. And that was also, I had to compose a full arc. Um, whereas the, the one shot that I wrote for Venom Unleashed, uh, that was amazing because I actually feel like I learned a lot from Donnie when I started working with him where um, I realized, you know, hey, this is a visual medium. Let's just like go crazy with the visuals. And then we mm-hmm. got, I got lucky and uh, Kyle Hotz agreed to draw it and he's one of my heroes. So I love Kyle Hotz's work. So, you know, they both had different um, appeals to me, but yeah, they were both really cool. Uh, let's talk Carnage is back. Mm-hmm. Which moment from Absolute Carnage was your favorite to draw, and what was the thought process behind drawing that specific moment? What so far? I'm trying to think what, what my favorite. So I think my favorite page or pages is that spread in issue one where, um, where Carnage grabs Spider-Man and lifts him up. And in the uh, in Raven, what's it called? Raven Ravenscroft. Claw. I was about to say Ravenclaw. Um, uh, and I just like that page a lot. I thought that it was. It's one of those things where, you know, as a storyteller, I feel like the moment really conveyed how horrific and scary it was, and it was the right angle and all that stuff. Uh, I also have a moment coming up next issue um another spread actually that i really really like that when i was finished with it it's one of those ones where you're like god damn yes yeah okay sweet sweet um yeah that that double page spread uh is really something else man like so wednesday wednesday they'll know which one i'm talking about this next one but oh and i have i haven't finished issue five yet but i'm about to do another spread in there that you know or a splash page, actually, that if I hit a home run on that, then I'm going to be pretty happy because I think that that's the, that'll be the coup de grace of the whole thing. Awesome, man. Well, everybody can't wait to see it. Um, I'm going to hop back over to the emails. Hey, Dave, you just sent a tweet at us, and now you got your email in here, too. Congrats, Dave. You have two things on the podcast this week. Go, Dave. Oh, this is just for Donnie, so... <sighs> <laughs> Never mind, Dave. Fuck you, Dave. Uh, we get some more stuff with Dan. Dan Poor. Um, he says, please, 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 can you get Matt Rosenberg on the show? Uh, his Uncanny X-Men was the comic that got me back into reading after years away. I would be thrilled if you could, uh, if you get Tom Taylor, Kelly Thompson, Dan Slott would be in uh, other options too. It's my birthday on the 24th of September and it would make my day if you could keep up the good work. I think Thanks for that, both the show and the comics. Sorry. Hey, Dan, happy belated birthday. Whoops. I would love to have all those people on this show. Um, the problem is that um, I am super half-assed about everything. <laughs> and I will not go outside of the people that I talk to every day to have them on the show. But what I need to do is send you guys a list and we'll start getting some uh, other people outside of my uh, my sphere on the show. Yes. I, I agree. But I would love to have all those people. I want to have Matt. I mean, Matt's a good friend of mine. I just don't talk to him so much that I can just be like on a Tuesday. Because basically what happens is every time we do the show, it's like day of I'm trying to set it up because I'm an <laughs> asshole. 
And uh, Matt's, I don't talk to him so much that I can just be like, hey, can you be on the show in one hour? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Dan's got another one right after that. Uh, uh, I love this one because uh, he's actually talking about uh, our good buddy Kenny Porter. And he says, hey, guys, just listen to the latest episode. And wow, Kenny is such an inspiration. And I pray to God someone picks up Crowbar. Um, thank you for one of the most difficult but best shows I've listened to so far. Kenny is proof there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Thank you again, Danny. Hey, that's exactly that's awesome. why I wanted him on the show. Kenny is totally an inspiration. And I thought he did a really good job on the show, too. Like, he, he brought Absolutely. it. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I was happy about that because, you know, like anything I can do to help Kenny along the way because he's, he's talented Absolutely. and uh, he's going to make it. So, yeah, that that's great to hear. Yeah. And actually, Kenny just had his uh, one of his Green Lantern stories um, just came out in the very DC Halloween collection, which right. just came out yesterday. So, oh, that came out check, yesterday. OK. Yep. Check that out. It's available now. Um, head on down to your little comic shop, get a little, get a little Kenny Porter in your life, because let me tell you, you need it. Um, yep. Also, the art, uh, which I believe is by Riley, right? Yeah, I didn't. So I've see, I saw that so long ago. That's why I was shocked. Very it came good. Out yesterday. Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, let's see, Abigail Mendoza. Hi, Ryan and Donnie. Longtime follower and listener, first time writing to the show. I am a huge fan of you guys' run on Venom and Absolute Carnage. I read both books religiously. Fantastic job on them. Thank you. My question for y'all is, if there was a Venom animated series or like a Hulu or maybe Disney Plus gets an Adult Swim sort of section, fingers crossed, based on the majority of your run, um, will you guys produce, write, direct, to provide the art style for it? I think it would be a huge hit. Uh, yeah, (laughs) like I would love to do that. Um, I know that they are going to be using some of our stuff in the, in some of the cartoons, but I have nothing to do with it at this point. Um, I do know people that work in that department, so get at me folks. But, um, you know, honestly, uh, I love drawing comic books and I love the autonomy that I have, the, uh, sort of freedom and all that, but that would be really cool. For sure. It'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, who would you like to hear in uh, in the roles? Here's a possible voice cast that she's made up for us. Venom slash Eddie Brock, Nolan North, who, of course, is a, he's a pretty, like, uh, they use him a lot in a lot of this, the animated superhero stuff. He's Deadpool frequently. He's, okay. I think he's been Spider-Man a couple times. He can do a lot of voices, yeah. Yep. Um, Venom symbiote slash dark carnage and grendel and the maker is d bradley baker who i have heard of okay <laughs> um i do not I mean, remember mark hamill he does voices dude mark hamill as null would be kind of sick i feel like yeah. that would work a little bit uh a little too circusy i'd, I'd like null to sure. be more like uh kind of a little bit like uh voldemort like that sort of hissing sure but i can't just steal it so it's got to be you know in that vein though um dylan brock tara strong who is of course is uh, sort of her whole shtick is that she does little boy voices um rex of course danny glover um mm-hmm. carl brock clancy brown um spider-man yuri lowenthal from the playstation 4 game because the dude is uh, fantastic miles Morales, donald glover um, 
Norman Osborn, Brent Spiner, Spinner. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. Uh, Null, Corey Burton. Sure. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> Me neither. Do you have any other uh, actors that you would who who stands out to you if they're doing if they're doing something? I'm gonna Obviously, say voice actors are one. The voice actors are incredible, and they're a whole sect of actors that are fantastic and des- deserve a whole lot of credit. I just don't know a whole lot of them by name. Um, one of my so, one of my best friends, who I was just in L.A. to go to his wedding, uh, is a voice actor. So I'm gonna say him for Eddie Brock, Alex Ruiz. He he does. Fun, he he's uh he's Mexican. Um, he grew up in Troy, so we we grew up really close, and he. Uh, he does a lot of voiceovers on uh, Spanish uh, shows, so he does South Park voices and oh, stuff like that, but in Spanish. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him his 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 English speaking break and make him Eddie Brock. <laughs> Other than that, nope. uh, you know, Rafe finds for Null. Just have him do his Voldemort voice. Fine, we're gonna steal it, uh, <laughs> and then I'll probably do all the rest of the voices. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Uh, keep up the great work. Sincerely, Abigail. P.S. If the show gets picked up, I want a producer credit or maybe just a subtle mention. Okay, sure. Absolutely. You got it. You you have it in. You have it on r- record. You are producer. Um. Oh goodness, I haven't even read this one. Let's read it for the first time. Hello, Mr. Stegman. My name is Adonis Dorsey, and I am an aspiring comic book illustrator who is in their first semester in college. Excellent. I can relate, my dude. Uh, congrats. I have a question. Uh, I have a question regarding. A question. Go on. Uh, I can't Everybody talk. knows what you mean. God damn it. Ethan, step in. He's falling apart. Uh, I have a question. Regarding finding internships within the comic book industry, I've attempted to find websites for internships, but I have either found neither found a uh, websites and could not find them uh, again, or I found internships for Disney slash Warner Brothers Animation. Uh, I was wondering where the best place to look is for internships for comic book illustration, and what I can do to maintain a good look on paper, start my road towards comics fame. Um, I'm not the best person to ask about this because I don't use interns and uh, I do know people that do like Daniel Warren Johnson has interns that he uses but he's in Chicago so he's got the art schools right there Um, I do believe that that is a huge problem that we would be best served by having you know, more apprenticeships, et cetera, in this business. And it's something that I hope to uh, do someday with my career um, to offer something like that. But um, as far as our internships, I don't know that there's much out there unless you live in New York City or Chicago or something where you can find an artist and befriend them. Don't stalk them. Uh, Just befriend them. And maybe you can, I mean, I I did have a, a buddy named Luke Sparrow, who is local, um, who did some work with me on Venom Inc., helping me out with backgrounds. Uh, so, you know, but that was just because I had seen him a million times at conventions, and I thought he was really good, and he was young, and I thought, well, you know, I can help him out. Um, but, I, you know, it's definitely something I'd like to do more of, and I hope to do more of. So, you know, maybe something in the future, but... Unfortunately, I think that the your internship now, your apprenticeship is 
going your best bet is just watching uh, tutorials on YouTube and following the artists that you like and seeing how they do what they do if they if they post the videos because that's that's the best we can do at the moment. All right, another one from Charles oh, just good. rolled in. Um, Ryan, more good news. The court has awarded you Chip's newsletter as a way to sort of <laughs> pay you back for your pain and suffering Zadarsky caused you. Thank God. Wow. That is amazing. That's very cool. I'm, I mean, I'm, there's at least 12 people that read that newsletter. Well, yeah, well, now about about to be a lot more, I had imagine. Oh, my God. I'm very excited for that. What are you going to do? What are you... What are so you thinking? I, this means I I am going to write and send out this newsletter yeah, to everybody. Oh my god! I All mean, dozen of the people that read Chip Zdarsky's newsletter, minus the two accounts that he created to subscribe to that. You know, I don't know. I mean, this is being sprung on me right now out of the blue, but mm-hmm. I'm sure that maybe some pictures of me flexing would go a long way. Yeah. Uh, well, you've lost you've lost a lot of weight recently. I would imagine now's the opportune time for a photo shoot. Yeah, maybe like some pictures of me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Also flexing. Mm-hmm. Uh, some videos of me playing video games while flexing. <laughs> That's all I got. But listen. Okay. So this is cool. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna think about this and I'll 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 cook something up for next week and uh, you know we'll be off to the races. Yeah, that's a lot of cool. I can't see. Cool this stuff. is what I'm saying. People don't believe me that Charles is the best lawyer in the world. Mm-hmm. He's he's Absolutely. he's a great lawyer. People always talk about how they're sleazy and they're backstabbers. Mm-hmm. Charles, neither of those. Perfect, perfect yep. man. Great lawyer would never do anything to hurt anybody. Um, just you know the best great Absolutely. job charles thank you so yeah. much I, he keeps going you might be asking how that happened well pretty simple you hired the right lawyer yeah well we oh. were, yeah yeah well we were just talking about yeah. that charles anyway do what you want with it uh, i don't know if he has any subscribers and if he does they're probably cook uh, kooks but any publicity is good publicity right that's a good point do i i well yeah i guess that last point is good because uh i will like <sighs> I, I feel like I shouldn't say this, but I do think that the subscribers to this newsletter will be idiots, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just a bunch of stupid idiots. It's a Chip Zdarsky so, newsletter. Who's, who sees that and says, yeah, sign me up? Well, you know that I'm signed up for it, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Because I expressly said I do not want to be signed up for this. I said to him on Twitter, he posted about his dumb newsletter <laughs> And I said, I don't want to see this ever. And within one minute, I had an email with my, with his, from his newsletter. Now, that brings up a whole thing of personal privacy. And this might be another thing that we sue him for because that is my personal space, my email box. But, mm-hmm. you know, we'll get into that later. But anyway, now that I have control of it, maybe I can educate some of these dumbasses that subscribe. <laughs> yeah i agree Mm -hmm. (laughs) um back over to twitter uh i believe actually yeah we're caught up on um on the emails uh email us at uh segmentandfriends at gmail.com next time we do a mailbag episode um 
we will we'll read it out on the show. Uh, we do it every couple months. Um, so send them on in. Maybe Donnie will be here, but probably not. So yeah. <laughs> keep that in mind. Maybe Donnie will be here, or maybe he'll be across the universe by then. <laughs> um, back on Twitter, the Region Nerd Podcast. When is Frank Thierry going to be back on the podcast? I met him at NYCC, and he was great to talk to. Frank's the best. Frank would do it. You know what? We should have Frank back on. I know that he would never try to steal my podcast. No. And uh, yeah, you know what? Next time it, I think that Donnie and I are doing a convention in November together. And anytime that I, that Donnie and I are there, I feel like Frank just shows up. Maybe we'll <laughs> we'll do another one with him there there because I can't imagine he won't just you know like i said just show up and stand behind us and breathe on our necks or whatever so might as well record a pod it's kind of like you 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 have to give frank something to do or else he just gives you like a creepy stare like a leering sort of slobbery gross look so we'll give him the podcast to do and it'll be great i think that'll be a lot of fun Mm -hmm. frank fucking tieri um, Austin Hamblin, what is, uh, he says, favorite comics growing up, we'll stick to just top one. What was it? Top one? Uh, Spawn. I mean, th- I, I liked Spider-Man when I was younger, but then I got out of comics for a while. And then when I got back in, like, Spawn, it probably took me, like, six months of only Spawn before I started expanding outside of Spawn and trying mm-hmm. other things, and then I got into everything else. But, yeah, it, for a while there, it was just it was only Spawn and nothing else. God, that was a great time. <laughs> so few worries. My only worry was where I was going to get $1.95 so I could get an issue of Spawn. It's the good old days. That's That's the 90s. What can I say? I mean, you know, like, sure... I'm filthy rich now, but stupid rich. I've got two bad children, two young supple interns who I might have to fire at any moment. Shit. Why does he keep saying that? A guy that's stealing my podcast and kidnapping my friends. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to get all depressed on you guys but it's just you know i'm just remember remembering my glory days of buying spawn and that was all that mattered <clears throat> i feel that I feel that um name cannot be blank when can we expect to see null in the mcu well Phase four i'm pretty sure right they announced that yeah i'm hope yeah who knows because of the venom is owned by sony and all that right yeah, Venom is Sony. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that means that Sony has Null or how that plays out, but uh, Null would be a great movie character, I believe. So absolutely. Hopefully, we'll see him in something. Um, yeah, that would be that would be sweet. And the sort of rate that I feel like Marvel's moving right now, like, uh, like it's kind of crazy that we got Spider Gwen and Miles Morales in. Uh, in a movie, like not even ten years after they were created, and the best movie of all exactly. time, possibly. <laughs> exactly, dude. Spider Verse is incredible. Oh my they god, they nailed the it. It's so good. It's Spider Man Noir too. Like, yeah. just these really, really recent characters that just people loved and elevated them to such a level that they were 
plucked and pulled into movies way sooner than a whole bunch of them. I was saying that for years. All I wanted was a Pixar Spider-Man movie. Like, God, right they, when the yeah. when Disney yeah. and, and Marvel merged, I was just like, this is... I mean, this would be the best. And mm-hmm. basically, and then we... It was. We got a Spider... Yeah, it was. I was right. <laughs> I was vindicated. Everybody said I was a fool. Uh, nobody said I was a fool. But, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, uh, I'm. I love that movie to pieces. I, I, I and, would love. Uh, I would like all superhero movies to be all CG. Honestly, like they would. Just whatever, so man. Like, they, like Incredibles it just works, is, right? Is the best. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, comics. Sure, you can look at them as like representations of real life, right? And then say, okay, well, this is like the sort of peak sort of translation we can do how can we how close can we get it but also that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best form to tell that story right if you right. really want to make these comics like move and come to life animation is totally the way to go yeah and i love the the especially the most recent spider-man movies um i think my favorite is still one and two with toby Maguire, but of course there's something that you do when you're watching that because Spider-Man's movements are so li- like fluid and all that that he um, there's always a little part of you that's assessing what is that a little off you know yeah. but when it's this all CG you're not doing that at all you're just accepting it and it Absolutely. looks incredible that kind of so. has to go it goes along with my theory on why a lot of people like to complain about like the CGI paint uh, over Spidey in the live action movies recently mm-hmm. and they're like they're constantly cgiing him mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah i mean it is like it is kind of noticeable but also i think that's to make the transition between that and cg smoother and also just because they have to cgi his movements because they just look better when they're not real <laughs> yeah and it'll get better and better and eventually it'll just be seamless but for now let's just make let's just make cgi movies come on come, come on i'm gonna take my just kids commit. to these movies i'll see look you got like thirty dollars out of me and my kids for mm-hmm. every one you make. So, oh, and yeah. I'll buy the DVD. Well, not the DVD, the the digital download. Yeah. So you get fifty bucks out of me and my family. That's why animated. That's why Minions was on top of the box office for like a month when it came out. It's because families just come in packs. <laughs> I've seen all Minions movies in the theater, <laughs> and I own all of them on download. So, yes, I agree. Uh, um. Charles, just hitting this up one more time here. Um, um, What's he got? Hmm. Well, he says, Ugh, this one's a little hard to write, but it is what it is. Um, The courts looked into this whole thing, reviewed some of the language you've been using recently on Twitter, and they're concerned that you might not be up to the responsibility of running a popular podcast program. Um, what? They've, they've awarded me legal custodianship of the show until further notice. Um, they're letting uh-huh. you keep his newsletter because no one cares about newsletters. So, okay, to, to sum up, podcast, mine, Chip's newsletter, yours. I, I'm excited. I've always wanted a podcast program. What the I'm fuck going is to call about? it Soul Train. Professionally yours, your That's attorney, so Charles D. Soul Esquire. Okay. What the fuck is happening? Uh, well, it sounds like uh, something in the courts that they 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 can they, they do that? Just turned it over, and now it's Charles. Now Charles is running the show. Now Does this show have a show. fucking lawyer? 
That it did, the guy- and now he oh now he's it was I don't even know what to call this. He did it all himself. This is some weird Emperor Palpatine giving himself powers moment. How, he can't do that though. Just uh, Chip couldn't steal this in the first place. He kidnapped you guys, and now you're gonna go work for Charles. Listen, man, it's not, he's a lawyer. Like, I, can we fight that? We don't have a lawyer. He is our lawyer. I know. That's what I'm saying. We can't. How are we supposed this to This is like when a divorce them? attorney marries the woman that he divorces. It's fucked up. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Are you going to work for him? I can't, I feel like we have to. It's like a court order. Like, he owns the show now. You're fired. No. <laughs> no. Dude, we can figure it out. We'll figure it out. Me and Ethan, Ethan will figure it out. Are you going with Charles? Yes or no? If you say yes, you're fired. I just think I have to. I don't know. I mean, you what? What do you mean you have to? That's kidnapping. Court appointed. Like it sounds like I have to. All right, you guys are both fired. Let's end this fucking show. And I'll be back next week by myself. I don't know if you will, right? I will. No, I will be here Listen, by myself. Maybe we just take this. We'll see what happens next week. And but in the meantime, we'll figure it out. In in the in the background, we'll figure out how how no, it's all going to work out. I will be here out. next week, no matter what happens. There will be no soul train. That's absurd. And I hope Chip. I hope they fry Chip's ass. And I hope Charles fries next. I just got done saying that he was the nicest guy ever, and that he would never backstab anybody. It's almost like you were setting it up. It's almost like it was like set up to be a to like come down at the end of the episode. That's crazy. No, I would never do that. You're what? Now you're accusing me of things. I'm not. I'm just saying. I can't believe that worked out. You get no pop filter for the rest of the episode. Oh shit! Well, the rest of the episode's over. All right. Can we end this thing? Yeah. Give me just one second. Hey, thanks for listening to every everybody. Oh, we're gonna Um, do the whole spiel. I gotta give the spiel. It's in my contract. And now I don't even know who owns my contract, I'm so I'm not about to not call, give the spiel. And call another lawyer while you're doing this. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. Anyway, if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, you can do that at Stegman Show. I don't know um, if it'll change later, but it, that's what it is right now. Email us at stegmanandfriends at gmail.com and um, leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you want. I don't know. I'm no, sorry, don't. right? Don't you look at what? me like that. Don't what? do not listen to this podcast unless I'm on this podcast. It is not fair, first of all, and it's also disgusting. And it's also I can't believe that you guys have backstabbed me like this, just as Charles has backstabbed me. And I look. I know I I started the world's most successful podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're make you know I'm making millions of dollars. Fine. Mm-hmm. And you guys are making nothing, so I guess I get you know what I'm I'm coming around on you guys going along with Charles, uh, but the fact you know what I'll give you each ten thousand dollars not to go with Charles. What do we say? Is that like is that like salary or is it like what no. is that monthly? Just, it's ten thousand dollars. Never mind. I mean between the two of you. Yeah. Okay. So now it's so five. So five each. Right. After Flat taxes. For, for. Okay. Well, like. 
We'll talk about it off the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just end the episode. Uh, guys, I don't know what next week's going to be, but stay tuned.